In London, he stands tall. For millions here, Winston Churchill is a hero and one of the greatest Britons of all time. But in a colony he once presided over, many point to a dark legacy. He might be an icon in Britain, but in India, he is seen actually as the precipitator of mass killing because of the policies that he advocated and the policies that he followed in Bengal in 1943. At the heart of the anger against him, a famine in Bengal. It was triggered by a cyclone and flooding. But many blame Winston Churchill and his government for making the situation worse. It's a painful chapter in India's colonial history. Only a few surviving images show the horror of hunger. Those who didn't die in villages went to cities in search of food. Every day, bodies had to be removed from Kolkata streets. At least three million died, more than six times the British Empire's casualties in World War II raging at the same time. Chittakumar Shamonto has lived through it. British troops had been forced to retreat from Burma by the Japanese and fearing they could also invade Bengal, anything that could aid the enemies, like foodstocks and boats, were seized or destroyed. Actor Shomitro Chatterjee was eight when the famine struck. Well, I, I do think that it is one of the examples of uh, brutality and, um, you know, oppression, exploitation uh, of the British government. I hold the British government responsible for this millions dead and still sort of pushing me here. British officers in India sent telegram after telegram describing how grave the situation was. But for months, Mr. Churchill's government turned down requests to urgently export food that could have saved lives. They feared it would reduce stockpiles in the UK and take ships away from the war effort. He felt more could be done by local politicians to help the starving. What I found in researching the Bengal famine was that um, Churchill did several things that greatly aggravated the death toll. Um, India was being used extensively for the war effort. Indian resources, Indian soldiers. Um, and um, Churchill repeatedly refused to acknowledge the fact that the extent to which India was used could lead to famine. 
Viceroy to India Archibald Wavell called the Bengal famine one of the greatest disasters to have befallen people under British rule and said the reputational damage was incalculable. During one government discussion about famine relief, Secretary of State for India Leopold Amery recorded Mr Churchill saying that any aid sent would be insufficient because Indians bred like rabbits. It is a man-made famine. It's because of global conditions during the war. But I don't think we can blame Churchill for causing it. What we can say is that he didn't alleviate it or send relief when he had the ability to do so. We can blame him for prioritising white lives and European lives over South Asian lives, and which was discriminatory and which was um, really kind of unpleasant given that millions of Indian soldiers at the same time were also serving in the Second World War. A Bengali artist went from village to village documenting the disaster. Nearly all copies of his book were destroyed by the British government. When a fraction of the food supplies asked for finally came, they were carried over this bridge. It's borne silent witness to history. Remnants of India's colonial past remain imprinted on it. But do they matter today? At independence, India was a nation born in hunger, some have said. And so immediate priorities trumped any retrospection about British rule. But today, a generation of Indians more confident about our place in the world are questioning why there hasn't been more widespread condemnation of the dark chapters in our colonial history. Judging leaders of the past through the lens of the present might leave the world with no heroes at all. But there's likely to be little progress on equality without accepting the full truth of their lives. Yogita Lamai, BBC News, Mumbai.